Wouldn't it suck if you got an Ed Hardy tattoo and then he started making those shirts? And you're like, <laughs> fuck. It's like, imagine the first guy to get a barbed wire tattoo. Yeah. It's like, damn. Every, now everyone's. <laughs> or like actual tribal members. Right. <laughs> oh, it's fun having the music video up. Yeah. Met a girl, thought she was grand. <laughs> I like the way this guitar sounds, though. It does sound cool. Yeah. Good, like, pretty good vocal re- recording. Yeah. 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 I like the, the hammer on pull off. I love that. <laughs> I always felt like the song was connected to that violent femme song, Blister in the Sun. Oh. It's just like got this like yeah, 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 yeah. kind of major tonality. <laughs> and it's also weird. It's like a, it's like a down chorus on yeah, the first yeah. chorus. Yeah, I was gonna say something I really like about this song is the build and that guitar sound. Yeah. Top right. Yep. So good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think he's playing a Spectre bass yeah. there. It looks cool. Yeah, there's something fun about this type of music where it's just like, it just doesn't feel that serious. I know. But it still feels like real. It's just like not profound. It's like some moments of life, they happen, but they aren't that serious. Right, right. <laughs> she fucking hates, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's such a nice flow of this tune. <laughs> nice harmony. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like this is not like a super musically talented group. But right. I like whatever their sound is. I'm not really sure. Dude, wall guitar. Yeah. Kirk Hammett stops in to play with his fucking face melt and solo. Do we even hear wah guitar anymore? No, these days? no. I, I have thought about that a lot. Yeah. It was the thing, yeah. and like it's pretty gone. <laughs> Is it because you can hide behind it? We just heard every riff yeah. possible with a wah. Yeah. Every use, it'll come back though, you know. Always does. <laughs> Hammer on pull off. Hammer on pull off. Yeah, we gotta talk about what those are. Hey, man. Yeah, that'd be fun, actually. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs that we fucking like. <laughs> we research what they fucking mean, how they were fucking recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to fucking this. It's, all, it's the art of putting the word fucking in between things. It can right? be artful. It doesn't it have to be, be yeah. a, cu- a word of curse. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please it, tell me you've seen that South Park episode. Yeah, of course. The word of curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel, feel like um, in the English language, using the word fuck is like a pinch harmonic it's like if you're gonna start using it you either got to be very tasteful or very aggressive there's no middle ground for right fucking. and if you overuse it it's lost its impact yeah, exactly yeah. then you're avenged sevenfold <laughs> this season we're focusing on our favorite early 2000s rock song so today we're just gonna have fun talking about the song she hates me by puddle of mud that's two d's in mud by the way <laughs> <laughs> this song was released on July 29th, 2002, and peaked at number 13 on the charts. It was the group's second single in a row to sell over 500,000 copies in okay. the U.S. alone. Okay. So this was like okay. a big song. You remember their other huge hit? 
Can you take it all oh, away? Wow. I wouldn't have thought. I could. I would have thought that that was like three doors down. Yeah, because it seems a little bit yeah. more like serious. Like the yeah. video had his like little kid in it. Oh, like, gotcha. And like it had that nice little um, natural harmonic. Oh, nice kind of oh, intro the, thing, yeah, yeah, which is cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah some yeah. very, some very like year one through three guitar level techniques yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in Puddle yeah. of Mud's catalog. Love that. But they do a good job. I'm, not, I'm not saying they've only been playing guitar for a year. But, yeah, no, but no. maybe. <laughs> it does, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the song was also a top 10 hit in Australia, Austria, Ireland, and the UK. And it was the most played song on US terrestrial radio in 2003. So that's Damn. pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder why. Like, why do you think this song was so, why, why it had that crossover appeal? I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe teenagers during the, the yeah. post dot-com bubble burst <laughs> yeah we're just angsty you know <laughs> i think because it, it, the song is very direct like the chords the chord progression like pretty basic yeah. pretty like instantaneous it's like a song and like you know the lyrics are pretty funny they are she fucking hates me it's pretty good i think it's like a song where it's like this sounds like a song that has has been heard before mm-hmm. or written before like right. many times. Right. It almost feels like the whole song is a cliche. Right. But then the like she fucking hates me. It's like I'm going to use fuck around a cliche which automatically makes it something different. Like yeah. I'm subverting the ex- the obvious expectations. Yeah, and it also goes to like the <laughs> testament. You know the whole like songwriting thing of like, oh, like the next time this part comes around, can the crowd sing along? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. can they sing it by themselves? And this is perfect this for is that. This is a perfect yeah, example yeah. of that. They do a good job. I actually really like this band. We'll get into them a little bit more. I'm into um, it. The song was written in 1993 and released in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that just when i read that out loud it's like one of those things where i'm like do i even exist in the same music industry i know i know like i, know. I had to ask you like what are the chances that you've worked with somebody who's been sitting on a song for 10 fucking years like does that even happen anymore you can't it's I, only happened one time to me really yeah where some guy had some stuff recorded from like 10 years ago and was and but the, his thing was he was going through different people and not being happy yeah. and gave up on it and re brought it back up. Interesting, which could be something like this, or this guy just found like an old like burnt CD. Yeah. I don't even know if they were using CDs no. in '93. No, like definitely burnt, tape. burnt CDs, you but yeah, cassette. cassette tape. He like found probably like a cassette recording and was like, oh, like this is cool. Yeah. And now we're in 2003. Like, she fucking hates me. And then the bass player came in and was like, I got the harmony. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> la, la, la. I, got I got the harmony, bro. <laughs> Let's smoke some crystal meth and drink monster energy drinks. Uh, no, this was Red Bull. It was, what was like, did you drink energy drinks in high school? The only energy drink I had had, and I didn't know mm-hmm. it was an energy drink, was I didn't realize Surge was an energy oh, drink. I didn't know it was either. That was like more when I was a kid, like yeah. young kid. It was like, a. I think it technically was an energy drink. It just wasn't yeah. really marketed as that because I feel like maybe they would have, parents would have been afraid of it or yeah. whatever, but that was an energy drink. I'm talking about the classic era, the American new wave of... <laughs> American energy like drink. Like Full Throttle, Full Monster. Full Throttle, Monster, Rockstar. I never got into Red Bull. it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I never got into it. Which is weird because like it was, mar- it was, it was marketed, marketed so towards well. Us. Yeah. At, like, the t- like it was <laughs> exactly so well Exactly with all marketed. this music. Yeah, like I just never got into them. <laughs> I do like a Red Bull like once yeah, every yeah. like two months. I used to like Red Bull vodka when I was like playing like five hour long country gigs yeah it oh, was that, pre- that shit makes me fucking <laughs> yeah, sick we, we, they, that shouldn't that needs to be like a, a controlled substance <laughs> it should be, yeah. uh, the chord progression for the song is pretty much exactly the same as the suicidal tendencies track i saw your mommy 
and uh, they're they're like a grunge band. Yeah, obviously, yeah. predates Puddle Mud. A lot yeah. of people think Puddle Mud plagiarized the track. Oh, I think wow. I think probably if I had to guess. I'm like, yeah, I mean, probably. I'm like yeah. a big. I'm a big believer in plagiarism. But check this out. What <laughs> was was that? Did the other song come out like in '93? I actually don't know. She probably like. I wonder that. if they predated yeah, yeah, yeah. them. And there's a cassette recording. Oh, nice. So that would be take that to the bank. I mean, the song did a lot better too. Yeah, that's true. always a nice like. So they are. They win. I, <laughs> you know. When I saw I saw a puddle of mud perform in Atlanta at the old Roxy Theater, which is now the Buckhead Theater. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, back yeah. in the day when that part of Buckhead was a little bit seasier. There was like inset. Now there's like a Whole Foods, but it used to be like a Johnny Rockets, I think. Oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. And so now they, and that Roxy became Buckhead Theater. Yeah, yeah. But now they reopened the Roxy at Cumberland. Oh, yeah, exactly. The battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was like, the Roxy? I was like, in Cumberland? Yeah, there's no way it had the same vibe that this old school no, Roxy no, 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 had. No, no, yeah, 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 right there in Buckhead. But I saw it was a, a show. It was Smile Empty Soul. I don't know if you remember them. Um, I probably a song. Yeah. yeah. They, they opened for uh, Chevelle. I remember, remember them, and then Puddle of Mud was the headliner, Sick. and it was a great fucking concert. That's like Sick. everyone brought it. Puddle of Mud sounded good. I and believe it. They when they played this song, they tied it in in a medley, like they did like um, one of those with Summer Nights from Greece. You know that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they have a sense of humor. Tell me more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they're from Kansas. They can't take shit that seriously. Good point. Being from Kansas, I feel good like point. that like helps their sound out for me. It makes it seem. I Knowing that I do, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't Knowing know what, that, I, what yeah. I mean. It's just like, it seems a little bit more authentic. Yeah. I guess because like, I do feel like bands who, if your band grows up in LA or like New York City, you're you're immediately in the industry. Yeah. Whereas like, if you're in Kansas, like maybe you're in like the big umbrella of the music industry, but yeah. like you you don't know like A&R yeah, exactly. agents. Whereas like, if you're in LA, like the second you start making music, you're aware that those people exist. Exactly. Um. I like this. I like the the, the like schoolyard tune. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. What is that? What do you think a schoolyard sound is? I think it has to be. It needs to be uh, melodically simple and repetitive. Mm-hmm. That is like the schoolyard thing. It's almost like yeah. you know, like working on the railroad. Mm-hmm. It needs like that style of. It needs like the message needs to be very yeah. simple, and then the melody needs to be very simple. Oh, it's funny when you think about it. It's like some some of that schoolyard stuff is actually like the most well written music of all time like the tune of happy birthday for example yeah is like perfect right you have the it presents it and then it kind of does a slight variation then there's like a modulation and yeah. then it recapitulates it's like yeah. that's like a perfect example of and like it's kind of how the song a does. melodic line exactly the yeah, whole first yeah. chorus is different from the whole second yeah. chorus and i love the idea of a down first chorus yeah i think it's how cool. many times does that happen it never really happens anymore but it's never. a really good idea yeah never. that was like the, the the main thing i want to talk about you is like the the pacing of the song is so cool yeah how it just like keeps getting more angsty, more loud. Got well, all that stuff like, going on. It's kind of like when you get angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the more you think and stew on something, yeah, the you fucking get angrier. angrier you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would not be as fun of a song if um, Puddle of Mud was deep into Zen meditation. They're like, she fucking hates me, but so what? And then the song ends. Yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you got to fuel that anger. Yeah, like fuel it with full throttle energy drinks. The song. <laughs> <laughs> the song would suck if it was like angsty from the very yeah, beginning. Yeah. The song would literally suck. Yeah, yeah. What are some What are some things you can do like when you're mixing a track to make it seem like there's some progression and movement definitely like volume and dynamics mm-hmm. you know like as elements Ooh, are what's, being what's the difference so di- volume <laughs> right yeah so volume <laughs> i could like when you think about volume it's like during the chorus like this chorus has 
X volume. And now the transition between that first verse to the pre-chorus to the chorus, that's the dynamic. The dynamic is talking about yeah. the change in the volume. So dynamic is like referential, whereas yes. like volume is just kind of like absolute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the verse is at this volume. And now the dynamic, when the chorus comes yeah. in, the chorus is huge. And that's a d- huge dynamic change. And like, yes, it's a huge volume change, but the term we say is like, this is a dynamic change. Yeah, that's a that's a really good explanation. Yeah. And then I w- was going to ask you, like, what what the fuck are hammer ons? Like, we hear that in I the know. song. Hammer on, it's like off, it's man. definitely like when you when you play guitar and you strike the note once mm-hmm. and you're like fretting a note mm-hmm. and then you take your fretting hand mm-hmm. and you just hammer the fuck on yeah. with a finger to another note. But like, who's who, where do you th- who do you think came up with that idea and like what is it supposed to emulate? Because uh, like, do violinists do it? I you think know what I violin mean? Vi- violin players can definitely do it. The, yeah. the what's different, I think, about violin and I'm not a violinist. Yeah, is, yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah, the um the way that they both they can continuously yeah they can continuously articulate. Whereas the um, guitar, you only strike it once. I guess unless you're tremolo picking. Unless, yeah, like you're like, just going. Like I, I feel like, and I'm sure, like we'll probably be like corrected and, mm-hmm. and like definitely like talked down upon by like the violin community. Yeah, I mean, fuck. But them. I, I feel <laughs> Wait, like you, you can. Can't you ever play anything in tune, violin community? <laughs> put some frets put some, on it. Yeah, put some frets on it. <laughs> it's like sometimes when I think about in- instruments not using frets, it's like, I, and it's cool. Like I'm, like I love playing fretless stuff too. But it's almost like imagine going to an accountant who's like, I'm not going to use a fucking calculator. Yeah, I know. That's exactly. not how we do it exactly. over here. But it's just like, oh, we're just going to round. I just use an abacus. <laughs> Um, shit. Uh, the couple last things. Do you, do you ever watch the show The Good Place? Uh, I saw a little bit of the first season. Tati watched the whole thing. It's though. an okay show. I know the basics. You got to ask her about uh, the episode with this song. Oh, okay. Because okay. apparently they, they used uh, the song as an instrument of torture in hell, where it just oh, plays over wow. and over. <laughs> and it's like, I wanted to like ask you, like, what would be your song to torture yourself like forever? <sighs> A song that like I really fucking hate. Yeah, that would just just make you like get angrier and angrier the more you hear it. That's a great. That's another I know. great question. <laughs> Do you have? Did you think about it? Um, it's I have like to, I have to really think. It's like I kind of think like the song "Sexy Back" would do it for me. I'm bringing sexy yeah. back. Like I don't hate the song, even though I, it's well noted on this podcast that we will never do a Josh, Justin Timberlake episode. But I think that like half step harmony. Duh, 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 for like hours would drive me insane. I think I got an answer. Okay, what is it? And this could be unpopular, but I have an explanation. <laughs> it's your song. Yeah. It's your torture. Stairway to Heaven. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my God, yeah, interesting. I do think that they would- they They're would, one listen songs. Yeah, yeah, for a while. They are one listen And then you songs. put it down. And then for, you put it you down. You put it down for a few years. If yeah. you had to listen to those two songs on repeat forever, I think that would be torture. Oh, we'll have to do an episode on Patreon about one listen songs versus everyday songs. I, I love that idea. I know what you're talking about because yeah. I could listen to like Sign Seal delivered by Stevie Wonder every, every day. day. It's not yeah. a problem. And I wonder if it's a length thing. That's good. Dude, I'll have to get to that. Yeah, I like that. Well, shit. We're, here we are. New segment on the show. Funniest YouTube video comment. <laughs> uh, it goes out to, and I can't believe I'm about to read this guy's whole fucking screen name. 710-1998-GREEN-DAY. <laughs> Was it like their birthday? I don't know. He Does re- it look like a date? No, 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 no. <laughs> Who's born in the 71st month of the year? <laughs> um, he writes, uh, quote, 
This is Nirvana if Kurt's parents had stayed together. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Please rate and review our show and help spread the word virtually or in real life. We got a playlist on Spotify. Follow that. We're on Instagram and Patreon. It's been so much fun making this episode. So we're really happy that more and more people are listening. So thanks for spreading the word on listening to this. And thanks so much for listening to this podcast.